welcome to the Applaud Her podcast. I am so excited to have you join me and my guest, Jessica Jenkinson, in our conversation. Jessica Jenkinson, also known as JJ, is a mom, business owner, and fashion consultant for LuLaRoe. She embodies what it means to support women and to be their greatest advocate. Through her drive and grace, inspired by a special woman in her life, Jessica supports women by elevating their beauty and spirit by way of her own confidence, energy, and enthusiasm for fashion. I am so excited for you to listen to her story and all of her advice she has to offer. Enjoy Jessica Jenkinson. to pop in and share with you that during our episode with Jessica Jenkinson, we did hear a small tapping sound that you might hear throughout the episode, but I promise it won't affect your ability to hear Jessica's incredible advice and remarkable story. Thank you so much for bearing with us, and I hope you enjoy the show. I wanted to start by asking you because I was thinking, are you a fashion consultant? Are you a fashion stylist? Like, what is your, how do you describe your role with oh, good, good question. Um, I usually say like a fashion consultant. I think you do a lot for women in the fashion space. So I uh, just wanted to start by asking you, when did you make the shift from the corporate workplace to your own business? And then could you share a little bit about your background and what prompted your shift to consulting for LuLaRoe? Yeah, so um, I was a social worker uh, for 10 and a half years. And um, I literally just always thought that I would be a social worker. Um, so even before LuLaRoe came along, um, I kind of lived in fear, um, fear of something different. Um, so like opportunities would come up or I would get frustrated in the job that I was in. And, um, I knew that if I went somewhere else, I could, you know, make more money, but I was paralyzed by fear, like the fear of starting over and starting new and it was scary and it was unknown. And, um, so I just continued on in my job. Um, and, I, at one point I got moved to a position that I was not on board with, nor did I want to do it, but I didn't really have a choice. Um, the choice was made for me. And at the time we were, uh, trying to get pregnant and really struggling to do that. Um, and I had, I had had a miscarriage and right about that time I got an opportunity to do something a little bit different within my same field. Um, but I knew, I just knew that when I had a baby, I could not continue on in that profession, um, as a social worker because it was just, it's a lot, Cecilia, it's a lot. So Mm -hmm. like, uh, I mean, emotionally drained, there were nights where my husband was like, are you ever going to come home at like a normal time? Um, but again, just there was so much fear. I didn't think I could do anything different. So when I got pregnant with Nora, my first born, that's when I knew something needed to change. And it just happened to be 
right around that same time that I was introduced to LuLaRoe. And um, I started buying their clothes a little bit. I hosted a party for my friend. Um, and at that party, I tried on, oh, it's called our Cassie skirt. And it's a pencil skirt. And um, I know you guys can't see me, but I'm not a small person. Um, you know, and trying to wear a pencil skirt as um, a plus size woman can be difficult. And I put this thing on and I kid you not, I felt amazing. Like I felt amazing. I looked amazing. Um, and I fell in love with the clothing line. So I continued to buy it. And um, our friend was like, you know, Jay, you should really think about doing this. I think it's a great opportunity. Um, throughout, I feel like not my whole life because I have pictures when I'm little guys where I am not the fashionista, but throughout my adult life, I feel like people had always said, you're, oh, oh, you're so fashionable. You're so, uh, you always look so put together. And, but it wasn't anything that I thought that I could do. Right. I just thought I was going to do social work for my whole life. So, um, the opportunity came along and my husband and I were discussing it and it just, it was a perfect fit for what we needed. The profit margins were great. And so we decided to give it a try. And, um, I finally, like once I made that choice, um, and that was in March and my daughter was born in May. Um, but once I made that choice, I knew that I needed to make it work because mm-hmm. one of the things that I wanted to do was to be able to stay home with my daughter. Um, I, I know that people send kids to daycare, but my choice was that I wanted to be able to stay home with her and I needed something that could supplement my income so that I could do that. And so I got my um, inventory in June um, after she was born and I hustled during maternity leave. I went back to work for two months and my mind was made up, girl. I mean, <laughs> I didn't even look for daycare. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I didn't even yeah. look for daycare. I was like, I am doing this. And it was still so scary. But the freedom that happened after I let go of the fear was incredible. I have never looked back. I mean, there are aspects of that job that I miss um, mm-hmm. and that are still always a part of me. But I have been able to um, do this gig for four and a half years. Um, and it's been amazing. And while my, my purpose in this started off um, because of my daughter, um, it duly was to instill confidence in women. I mean, the way I felt when I first put on that skirt was incredible. And I wanted everybody to be able to experience that women of all sizes, because whether you're thin or plus size or short or tall or whatever, we all have our own body issues. And um, the confidence you gain from wearing an amazing outfit is insane. And I know that sounds silly, but it's true. Like if you've ever put on an outfit where you feel great, then you know, it's true. Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It makes such a huge difference. Even this morning, and of course, no one can see me either, <laughs> but just putting on fresh clothes and at least a little bit of makeup and doing my hair makes me feel like a whole person. Like, okay, I'm ready to go and be alive and take on the world. And just, it, it just is that boost of confidence that you don't realize that something as simple as a skirt or some really nice lipstick can just set you up for the day. I totally Absolutely. agree with that. Yeah. I mean, because when you feel confident in the things that you're wearing and the stuff that you're putting on your body, then it's like, no one can stop you. It changes your whole perspective on the day. And like, I like, you know, I, I'm a a work at home mom, right? I do my business from home. I have my two kids. And so many times people say things to me like, oh, well, I don't, I just hang out with my kids. I don't need to have that dress or that skirt or whatever. And I'm like, look, I stay home with my kids all the time too. But when I put on an outfit, you know, when I'm not putting on sweats or yoga pants, you know, and a baggy t-shirt, like I feel so much better. Even if I'm not doing anything that day, even if I'm just hanging out with my kids, you know, I feel so much better. And it in turn makes the way that I interact with everyone that I come in contact with that day so much different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that you have um, empowered women to experience this kind of personal transformation throughout their day. Like every day we put on a new outfit, I imagine for the most part, and it's just this new way of expressing ourselves. Do you think that some of your uh, desire and motivation to become a LuLaRoe consultant is because you were giving so much of yourself in your social work, being that you were so dedicated and showing up for all of your clients um, in that field and now showing up for yourself in a way that allows you to feel confident and for your family. Yeah. I mean, if, if any of you listening are in the social work field, hugs, my friends, it's tough. Like it is just tough. And that goes teachers. I mean, that goes for a lot of things, but, um, we dealt with a lot of really hard things and things that people who don't deal with that on a daily basis, um, can't really understand. You almost form a trauma bond with the people that you work with, but it was so easy, so easy to give everything I had to the kids and families that I worked with and would come home drained at the end of the day with nothing left to give. So even when, uh, like, you know, even before I had kids, um, I kind of felt like I, I was doing that with my husband, you know, you try your best, Mm -hmm. but some days you just, you're wiped, man. You, there's no one in that field. Most of the time there was no one filling your bank. So you're emptying all of your, all of your stuff to other people and no one's filling it back up for you. You've got to, you know, they talk about self-care and all of those things, but it's really hard. I mean, it's a field where, um, where you give and give and give and you don't get a whole lot back. Um, you do it because, uh, of personal like rewards, not because of any like recognition, or money, let's be real. Um, So, um, but it's nice because 
every day now, you know, I can wake up and I can put on clothes that make me feel amazing and I can be there for my kids. I can be there for my husband. We can do things, you know, like I can take them to the zoo in the middle of the day or I get to choose when I work, you know, like I get to choose like, okay, I can set up my day so that I know that I need to do a couple things in the morning, but we're going to take that break and go to the lake during the middle of the day. And then I can come back and do work during nap time or, you know, it's, it's, it's both amazing. And there are, I'm not going to lie. There are some struggles with, you know, finding the balance, but Hope you're enjoying my conversation with Jessica Jenkinson so far. We'll continue on with our chat after this short break. And I was now that you mentioned the structure of your day um, and having a little bit more of that freedom. What is there a certain structure that you follow, um, or what does that look like a little bit, just so people can understand what a consulting role looks like and if they want to pursue that what is usually involved yeah so it's (laughs) I do not have a schedule (laughs) I'm just gonna be real there are some things that I try to do um every day like I try to go live um every night around the same time so folks can kind of Mm -hmm. count on that but it's just a lot of different things there's a lot of things like not where your face is in front of a camera um, because, you know, f- with LuLaRoe and especially with what's going on in the world today, uh, we're mostly doing any- everything yeah. from home on the camera, right? So online shopping um, is huge. Um, so I, you know, when the kids were younger, it was a little bit easier. I had more nap times that I could work with and I would try and yeah. get things set up during nap time um, and, you know, do that so as they're growing and my um youngest her naps she only has one nap now and it's not super long um I try and really use that time I try and capitalize on that time um to prepare myself for the evening um and so like when my husband gets home you know we kind of try and have dinner together and then uh passing of the baton where he's watching the kids while I do my live show or whatever. And I try and keep those to about an hour. So it's not crazy, but it's, it's really up to you and what's going to work for your family. So um, if you have kids in school, you can really go hard during those hours that you have and then enjoy the rest of the time. You know, you can set yourself up to do that. I mean, that's kind of cool. I can um, like Sunday night, I can schedule things to post um, to my group you know, throughout the week so that I don't have to spend that time doing it and I can, you know, hang out with my kids or do whatever. But I, 100% real, and I think it depends kind of on your discipline and where you fall, but like finding that work-life balance is hard, especially when you're working from home um, because it's always there, right? Your work is always there. Your kids are always there. So it's kind of a balance of, trying to figure out like, um, so like I heard this quote and it really resonated with me and she was just talking about like 
how oftentimes moms and like especially like just moms in general or you know people in general women in general have so many balls that they're juggling and you feel like you can't drop any of them like you have juggling and I I apologize because I don't know who said this but she um, basically said here here's the thing some of those balls are glass and those are the ones you can't drop but some of those balls are plastic and you can drop the plastic ones and they will be okay. You can pick them up again later and continue to juggle. So it's kind of figuring out for you what, what pieces of your day are the glass balls and what pieces of your day are the plastic ones. So like for me, cleaning the house plastic um yeah I mean it's I'm with like you. it feels and I'm in this I'll say this when my house is clean I feel so much better but Absolutely. like for me that's got to be a plastic ball because I just can you can't maintain everything all the time my kids their needs that's glass there are aspects of my business you know I obviously cannot drop the ball on that but so mm-hmm. you just kind of have to figure out and allow yourself to know that it if that, if you drop that ball or if you don't get that done that day, the world is not ending. Pick it up tomorrow. Go from there. Um, and really just giving yourself a lot of grace as a mom and as a business owner, um, as a wife, you know, as all of the roles that you play, you've got to give yourself some grace in that. Yeah, absolutely. I think another way that we can look at as you talked about or touched on in our chat earlier was we only have so much fuel that we have in our day and it has to be kind of distributed in all these different little like compartments Mm -hmm. in our life and some compartments are going to get some of that fuel that we have to give and others aren't or else we're just going to have be depleted Mm -hmm. at the end of the day and not have anything to give back to ourselves Yeah, I really like that analogy a lot. Um, So along the same challenges of being able to juggle everything, when you feel like you might be running on low energy, what would you say motivates you to be a business owner and a consultant for LuLaRoe and continue doing the work that you do? Girl, for me, it's, well, it's it's my kids mainly, like that has been my why why I chose to do this from the start and that is why Mm -hmm. I will continue to do this and I'm gonna be real the thought like I have thought about it you know I'm just gonna say this being like owning your own business is literally like every day is a roller coaster like you've got highs you've got lows one day you're like oh this is the best decision I ever made and the next day you're like oh my god what am I doing with my life did I make the right choice like it's literally just like that sometimes and um but the thought of going back to a regular nine to five like I want no part of that um I want no part of that right now in my life and so that's what motivates me like knowing that I can, and I have proven that I can make this work. Um, and I want that time with my kids. I'm not going to get that time back. Um, but also like the way that I've seen my customers, I mean, my customers turn friends, like the way that I've seen Mm -hmm. their confidence grow, it's literally insane. 
And like, I, I'm not going to say that I did that for them, but like I was able to provide a tool for them to remember how amazing they are, regardless of what the scale says or, you know, what society says, like they feel that confidence. I mean, I have had women who never would take a selfie and post it on social media ever. I have had them receive clothes, put it on and post a selfie with the biggest smile on their face. It like brings me to tears, you know, how much joy I see in that. And that's something they never would have had without LuLaRoe. You know what I mean? Like without being that vehicle. And, um, I want to keep bringing that to women. I just think that, uh, you know, we, I feel like women kind of take the brunt. We, um, we're told what's beautiful and what's not. And here's the thing. We're all beautiful. We were all, um, made to be beautiful. And just because your body size is different than someone else, or, um, or if you're like me, you just were, I think I came out of the womb with this huge butt. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that happened. (laughs) And, um, but it's beautiful. And there are clothes that you can wear where you can feel beautiful wearing them and confident to conquer your day. And you don't have to look like you're wearing a muumuu, you know, like, Yeah, absolutely. I think along that same lines is just we all deserve to be seen and heard. And like you said, you're giving women this vehicle for them to feel empowered to show the world this is who I am. And I deserve to be recognized and show the world that I am beautiful, too. And this is how I feel most beautiful is is wearing this in my day or doing this with my family, whatever it is Mm -hmm. that makes women feel beautiful. And I think clothing and that your clothing can do that for women that you're providing them with that. And just that, that nugget of confidence that they get is just really powerful. It's seriously been life, you know, life changing. And not only that, but like, to be honest, I feel like um, I've created a community uh, of these women who uplift, like we have a space on the internet where you can come and be uplifted and uplift other women. Um, And it's just like a happy little spot, you know, in your day, maybe like for me, I love going there and seeing women complimenting other women and um, you know, like, straightening people's crowns, you know, it's just incredible to see that play out. And I don't know that there's a lot of spaces where that can happen, you know? So, um, Mm -hmm. I just think it's really neat. And it's, it's so weird to think that, you know, that came from, for me putting on that skirt, you know what I mean? Like, wow, that's crazy. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There's, no, that is really, I'm glad it's come full circle in our conversation because it, it just proves that it can start with making a small shift or change in, and uh, taking a chance and trying on something like physically or just trying something new mm-hmm. that we may not have otherwise, but have always thought about it. Like, hey, I've, 
always wanted to wear that skirt with bold colors mm-hmm. on it or that top that I normally wouldn't wear, but trying it and feeling that transformation and um, just knowing that you can really wear whatever your heart desires and feel beautiful. Yes. I always try and push just a little bit. You know, I have a, I have lots of women who come in and they're like, I only wear black and gray and white. And I'm like, okay, we have that. Don't worry. But maybe try this with a little, like, you know, maybe just try this. Like it still has black in it, but there's a little pop of color. Like, I just want to push people a little bit outside their comfort zone because Sometimes you can just find so much freedom and beauty outside of those kind of walls that you've built for yourself. And that's not to say like, you know, women know their body. And like, I know for me, like there are certain colors that don't look as great on me. And that's okay. Like, you don't have to go to those. But I always try and push like, I know this pattern is a little outside your comfort zone. But it's gonna look amazing with those jeans that you just bought for me last week, you know, or like, whatever. So I do try and push a little bit, but I also know there are limits and that's okay. But um, it's just incredible. I think uh, when, when I really think about it, just the like freedom and um, stuff that comes through is crazy. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. I love that you're giving women that power and it's, just the feeling is the best feeling when you can find that thing in your closet that you're like, okay, I know I'm going to yes. feel good at this. Yes. <laughs> and I think that it, that is also goes along the lines of the theme of what the conversations I'm trying to create with women is finding that person that pushes you outside your boundaries because we are capable of so much more than we give ourselves credit for. I know I'm guilting it guilty of it and have it's been um, a journey for me to recognize like I am stronger than Mm -hmm. I give myself credit for I'm smarter than I give myself credit for and I think sometimes it helps having that outdoor voice or that person that isn't so close to it or close to you to recognize that as well and give you that extra push so I think all women are really fortunate to have you in their life and and give that to them and give them that little push that they start to see the light like okay I do look beautiful and feel beautiful and bright colors I mean it's seriously crazy and you know the thing is like um so some people you know might ask like why LuLaRoe like why did you choose that as your thing and for me like I already touched on a lot of it was about the confidence I felt Mm -hmm. through the clothing but like the yeah, company. I mean, their hearts are, they wanted to create something to give women an opportunity to um, create more opportunity for themselves and their families, you know, like um, she, you know, she has a crazy story and she's got a lot of kids and she was trying to make it work for her, but she wanted, mm-hmm. they wanted to create something that was easy for um people for women to do and and there are not all it's not necessarily all women consultants either I will just throw that out there but like they wanted to be able to also empower women to take control of their lives in a way that was affordable and you know could be home without having to spend money on the daycare or whatever it was so um, I just think that that's really neat and I love that portion of it too and like it just it's what 
met the needs of what I needed at the time. Um, and it's crazy. And I think that they have over the years, even like when I um, became a consultant, like you had to put down a chunk of change to really set yourself up. And they have kind of molded that into, um, I mean, you can come a, become a consultant for like, I don't know, like a 10th of what I, you know, what I did. So they're making it even easier yeah. for women, for people to make that change in their lives if they want to. And um, I just think that's really cool. Yeah. And it's great to know that you can support a business you believe mm-hmm. in their mission and um, allow you to give you the same freedom that they set out yes. to give other women from this woman starting that yes. for herself. There is so much more Jessica Jenkinson has to share with us, so please stay tuned and keep listening after this short break. Um, So on that same topic of women in your life, as an integral part of the Applaud Her podcast and community, I would like to end our chat by asking you to share and highlight a woman in your life who has a quality, a skill, or a characteristic you admire and we'll send her an applause <laughs> or them an applause. Ooh, I should say. So fun. <laughs> um, okay. So this, yeah. <laughs> this might sound cheesy, but um, literally I'm going to say my mother. Um, and the thing <laughs> that you have to know about her is one that she like has always been someone who wants to help and who wants to make the world a better place. Um, I mean, like I can Mm -hmm. remember driving down the street and pulling over if she saw someone struggling or like, gosh, she made some decisions that maybe were not the greatest. Like there was a fight broke out and she would try and get in the middle of it. And we're like, mom, don't do that. Um, but like, (laughs) so not only is she just always willing to give of herself, um, she wants to spread happiness and joy, um, wherever she goes. Right. Like, so she will make it her mission to, to, to bring joy to other people. And that's a quality that I think is so, um, uh, not underestimated. That's not the word I'm looking for, but like, you know, one of those people that can just really bring joy and like, just tying it back. Like, I feel like through LuLaRoe, I am able to also bring joy to other people. So she was just a good example of, um, you know, determination. I never felt like there was anything I couldn't do. Um, her and my dad like made it work to give us opportunity, um, so that we can do whatever it was that we wanted to do. And, um, I just, yeah, I really admire those things about her. Well, I want to join you in sending Barbara Gray a huge applause for being your advocate and empowering you to pursue something you love and feeling confident and giving that woman that confidence as well. Yay. Thank you so much, JJ. everyone. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with the remarkable Jessica Jenkinson, aka JJ. Her story and her courage to pivot from being a social worker, which is already such admirable work, 
to a LuLaRoe consultant uh, has been so inspiring to me and I hope it was for you as well. I think we need to all take the steps to find that little bit of joy in our life and that thing or even that person that we can lean on that makes us feel empowered to go after our goals and gives us confidence. So if you enjoyed the episode, please don't hesitate to rate and review. I would love to hear your feedback and it really helps us to be recognized and for other listeners to follow along in these remarkable stories. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to sharing our next guest story next Tuesday. And remember, let's advocate for each other. Thank you.